Hey, everybody, before we start this episode, just wanted to announce the winners of last week's contest to get a T-shirt from our online store if you gave us a review on the Apple Podcast Store. Thanks to everybody that gave us the rating or wrote a review. We picked two winners, so Al Nemsek and Story Dory, you guys are our winners. If you'd like to drop us an email at hello at dinnerplusdrinks.com, we'll hook you up with the T-shirts. Thanks for listening, and here we go with a pretty special episode of Dinner Plus Drinks. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Dinner Plus Drinks. This is the road trip edition. Yes, I love a good road trip, you guys. We are recording from the car today. And don't worry, this is safe. We have a safe setup. We've got, I'm the passenger, I'm doing all the things, Nick is driving us precious cargo. Usually I just talk to myself while I'm driving or sing along to the radio. <laughs> so it's not unusual that I'm talking while driving and so it's totally safe. Or don't singing, worry. Right? Yeah, so don't, don't worry about us. Sorry if we start singing randomly. We're fine, but... First, we would normally start with opening a bottle of something delicious to drink, and um, that's, I'm drinking water. It's not happening today, you guys. Um, we've got, I've also got water. I've already chugged a healthy amount of coffee today. What we were discussing that I think is a good discussion for this is, so when you're doing a road trip, you want to stay hydrated, you don't want to dry mouth, but also <laughs> you don't want to have to like pull over every hour. Uh, so you yeah. want something that's hydrating, but not too hydrating. So is sparkling water i know insult ins, not insult <laughs> insert your favorite brand mine's bubbly some people like Lacroix. other people like you know whatever they're wrong because bubbly's the best <laughs> do you think sparkling water hydrates as well as still water yeah this is a real question you guys i've actually i asked my sister-in-law about this i ask a lot of people about it so please let me let us know do you think that sparkling water hydrates you to the same level as regular water? I'm dying to know. Personally, I think it does. And I don't think it does. So email in mailbag hello at dinnerplusdrinks.com. Hit up our mailbag. Let us know what you think. We want to know what your experience, staying hydrated, sparkling water <laughs> versus still water. Okay. So I think since this is our road trip version, we should probably talk about our favorite road trips. Mine's meat related. Did you know oh, that? Oh, of course it is. But no, tell me about it. Well, you should go first because now oh, this is a tease. Fine, okay. So people have to keep listening mine a little bit longer. Mine is not meat related. However, if your name is Meg Trotter and you're listening, you will know the road trip I'm talking about. And of course, Shannon, which you better be listening. So I love road trips. Um, always the way there is so fun. And then the way back is like dreadful because you just want to get home. <laughs> it's not exciting anymore. So uh, my sister and I used to have a, a stick, a manual car. Oh, and wow. we learned how to drive that early on. Um, shout out to my parents for educating us in that way. If you've ever tried to teach a friend or anyone to drive stick, God bless you because it is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> so we were going on this road trip and we were taking our car because it was a convertible. So we thought, what a great idea for a road trip. Convertible, great. So we had to teach Meg how to drive it because she was our third driver. So we- Why'd you need three drivers? Well, because we were going to Boston. So like that's- it's not that far, that's like 18 hours. Listen, we are all rotating, okay? I have a lot of rules shocking when I take a road trip. like. You cannot, everyone else in the car cannot be sleeping. So one person sleeps, two people stay awake. That's, you have to do that. It's rude otherwise. I know you guys can't see, but Nick's giving me dirty looks. Like, 
It's not that far. Okay. Anyway, we needed three drivers. Okay. okay. So we had to teach Meg to drive stick, which like I'm sure she's really great at it now, but so hilarious. Also, taking a convertible on a road trip is the dumbest oh, idea. <laughs> One, very small. Two, you're driving on a highway most of the time. So it was not awesome at all. And then we finally got to our destination. We're like, great, we'll drive around with the convertible. But we had so much crap that like it didn't fit in the trunk. So the back seat was like a person and a whole bunch of shit. So anyway, great road trip to Boston. Loved it. That's it. So my favorite road trip, I wasn't driving. I think I was in middle school. Uh, my lifetime growing up, my vacations, we went to the meat conventions oh, every course. year. The yes. meat conventions, the American Association of Meat Processors. Shout out to Chris and the gang out in Elizabethtown, uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, but we would go to wherever it was. You know, sometimes it's someplace cool like San Antonio, Texas, Louisville, Kentucky. Sometimes it's someplace really eh, like Reno, Nevada. And sometimes it was in really lame places like Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's not lame. <laughs> I mean, it's also not cool. So it's like the heart of Amish country, Pennsylvania Dutch, if, if you're not aware. It's right next to Hershey, Pennsylvania, which was cool when we got there. Yep. But the reason I liked it, it was my mom, my sister, and my grandma, and myself. And we loaded up in grandma's, you know, 94 Chevy Astro van <laughs> conversion uh, with the blinds oh, and the captain's chairs. And uh, if you're a 90s kid, you don't need to take one of those Facebook tests. You know. You know, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> So we loaded up and headed out to Lancaster, and I'm a very big history person, and uh, we had planned this trip so that we'd be able to spend half a day at Gettysburg, and it was really cool because I got to go like play tour guide at Gettysburg, and I was in middle school and like walk around the city, read all these books about, watch the movie, <laughs> it was very cool, loved it. And uh, then we went to the meat convention. We had a bunch of meat in the back of the car in a freezer. Okay. Uh, that Properly we took packed. to, you know, enter in the meat product competition. We won. But awesome. I just really liked it because we got to go to Gettysburg and Hershey, Pennsylvania and tour the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And tour the site of the bloodiest day of, or bloodiest <laughs> battle in American history. Um, All the things I love. <laughs> and win awards for me. It was like Nick Heaven. But you were also in a conversion band. <laughs> So like I'll the tell the embarrassing part of this. Maybe, you know, mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's Amish country. And like part of the thing you do in Lancaster is go look at the Amish, yeah. which I thought I was a little uncomfortable with. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, so not only are we like slow rolling their dirt roads. <laughs> in a conversion van. In a conversion van. She's leaning out the window with a video camera <laughs> taping these people. And I'm in middle school and you can imagine how deathly embarrassing this is. I'm like, mom, mom, oh. stop. You're embarrassing me. It's amazing. So it was a great road trip. Oh, man. We could go on forever about our favorite road trips. I'm sure this one that we're on right now is going this to be is, one of our favorites. This is going to be the best. But what I want to know is, what do you eat on a road trip? Are you like a snacks person? What do you eat? Yeah. How, my dad, the, so my, the first thing he taught me when we were driving, because like I drove tractors and stuff, so it was like sure. the, the whole thing wasn't like a big deal. <laughs> 
but get in the car and he teaches me how to drive with your knees while you're eating a hamburger. Oh, I mean, that's an important skill. It's an incredibly important life skill. I agree. Um, okay, also, rewind. If you know me at all, you know I'm a snacker, anybody. <laughs> you are a snacker. Okay, I, I eat easily every hour. I always have snacks in my bag. My friends know that I get what we call sweaty hungry, which is really just when my blood sugar dips. So, always have snacks on hand. So, this is totally nerdy, but also awesome now that I have a toddler that also likes to snack. You take those, like, um, fishing tackle boxes. I think that's what it's for. I don't really know. Like, you know. This is genius, Multiple Bridget. different containers, right? Like, little holes. Oh, wow. And you put some goldfish in some. You put some M&Ms in some. I don't know what else. What All kinds of bottom? little things. No, there's not a bottom. I'm talking, like, I don't know if it's actually a fishing container. It's just one level. It's, like, I don't know. Well, that's, like, for Three s- inches high? Oh, uh, yeah, some of those. But then right. also, like, a lot of, like, tools and stuff. Like, sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Fast nuts and yep. bolts. Yep. Yep. Okay, there you go. Obviously, I don't use it for any of those things. I use it for snacks. I do use it for jewelry. And Smart. I use it for snacks. So, that's, a, so that's what I love to do. jewelry and snacks in the same one? And <laughs> I should. Like, just absolutely like, oh, shoot, that is an earring that oh, I yeah, just swallowed. don't eat that. <laughs> I don't because they're like a dollar, so I can afford to get more than one. I know. Um, so, that's a great one. Also, this is totally weird, but when you ask me what my favorite road trip snack is, I'm not lying. I love to eat carrots. Isn't that weird? That's really weird. I know. It's the first thing that, like, you remind me of. And I think it's because, like... I love going into a gas station on a road trip and getting all the unhealthy snacks. So, like, I pack carrots to make myself think at least I'll have a couple healthy bites along all of the crap that I buy at the gas stations. <laughs> I know beef jerky's the big snack oh. that, like, gas stations have it everywhere. We sell a ton of it to gas it. I do not like eating beef jerky on a road trip. Why? Because I get, like, meat sweats. Okay. <laughs> also, it smells. Oh, God, it stinks. Yeah, Tyler, if you're listening, it smells. Tyler and I have, my husband and I have this argument all the time because, like, he does like eating it on a road trip, but I obviously hate it because the whole car smells. My so. favorite thing is cheese curds. For a road trip? Oh, yeah. But then you've got to have a cooler to keep it cold. No, not to fried ones. Oh, fried Hit ones. Yeah, you know, so it's the great thing about Culver's is that they've taken over the world, basically. Uh, yeah. So you just you plan your road trip around <laughs> Culver's. Culver's. And sure. so, okay, maybe we're taking a slight 20-minute detour, but I got another bag of cheese curds. But it's worth it. Quick Trip, they have cheese curds now. Quick Trip has is um, top-notch gas station right there for all the right snacks. So okay. that's, I know it's untraditional, I know it's hot, so I don't know if that's a snack, but I view it as a snack. Okay, last one, Red Vines. Are you Red Vines or Twizzlers guys? I, I, I am down with the Twizz. What? I mean, I love both. I travel with the Twiz. Oh, come on. Do you make it a straw in your drink? No, because I don't like that flavor. I'm not going to, like, judge people that do that. I get why people like it, but I do not. Yeah, I'm with you, actually. And then it gets slimy. But I'm a Red Vines person, so yet another thing we don't agree on. (laughs) Let us know. Do you like Twizzlers or Red Vines? Yeah, we want to hear your road trip snacks. Uh, Bridget, that was, I'll give you credit, that was a genius tip to do the like tackle box jewelry box whatever box thing (laughs) that's genius yeah and like I swore when I had kids I wouldn't let them eat in the car obviously that was stupid I let them eat in the car and so this is like a a way to kind of try and control the chaos you should definitely definitely write in with what your tricks are because I need more of these yeah as as Mona gets older so okay guys we've eaten our way through a road trip so now we're looking forward to the meal plan (laughs) real food when we get back from the road trip the meal plan for the week so um 
I have been trying to eat more like healthy seafood, okay? I, I've been a little scared to cook it at home. So I am trying the salmon this week. So we're featuring a honey apple maple glazed salmon. So That's really good. I mean, I haven't made it obviously yet, but that's the one I'm going to give a try this week. It, it like the glaze sounds amazing, right? Who doesn't really love good, yeah. all the sugar on top of the fish? So yeah, so I'm going to give that a shout out. That's my favorite. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to making as part of our meal plan this week. What are you looking forward to? I forgot I did this recipe and I forgot how much I like it, but it is a barbecue chicken tender. Oh. Yeah. And everybody thinks of chicken tenders as the deep fried, amorphous, whatever, chicken thing. But Which is the, also great. <laughs> they're great. They're great. But, you know, not dinner every day. Yeah. Uh, but there's actually a chicken tender muscle. It's that little part of the chicken breast on the underside that we sell. Uh, fresh, not coated in anything. And, yes, you can bread them and fry them, and they're delicious. But this recipe, you just do a quick marinade and barbecue sauce. Just toss them in there. Use whatever sauce you like. Fry them, grill them. I think it's a grilled recipe is the way I wrote it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hot out. Or it's not hot out. <laughs> it's cold outside. It's warmer inside. So just under a broiler, in a pan. It's so quick. It's so easy. Um, your kids are going to love it because it's chicken tenders yeah. with sweet barbecue sauce on it that's kind of glazed from the high heat. You'll love it because it's healthy, it's quick, it's easy yeah. to clean up. Um, if you want to take this next level and be unhealthy, <laughs> um, do a breading, but instead of doing like a, an egg wash coat, do barbecue wash oh. and then roll it in the breadcrumbs next or whatever. Level. And so you get like really good. And then season your breadcrumbs with some barbecue stuff too. That's not in the recipe. <laughs> Check out the recipe. That's a pro tip. It's easy, it's delicious. And, and um, then I think, um, like, we all love tendies, right? So make some extra and then save them for, like, a lunchtime salad. Yeah. That's what oh, we that's do a lot. Yeah, yeah. We Anytime we have extra chicken, like, we purposely make additional amounts so we can chop it up and put it on our salad for lunches throughout the week. So there you go. Um, we're going to take a little break and share some of our favorite products with you. All right, we're back and I have a product recommendation that is fitting for a road trip. I love my beverages to stay hot and I mean hot. So if you have ever had coffee on a road trip, it gets cold in like five minutes. So I got an awesome gift for Christmas, um, a Hydro Flask coffee mug. So it actually has the handle. So it feels like you're drinking out of like a coffee mug at home, which is another thing I, I really like. I don't really like drinking out of paper coffee cups. I know it's a weird coffee snob thing. So now I've got a Hydro Flask. You can get your own at Clearwater Outdoor downtown Lake Geneva. Um, we have so many Hydro Flasks at our house. Keeps every product either ice cold or super hot. And I stick stickers all over them. My son has his, thinks it's fun to stick stickers all over his. So shout out to the Hydro Flask cup with the actual handle so it feels like you're drinking out of a real coffee cup while you're on your road trip. I prefer the wine glass version of it. That's what we have. Not for a road trip, though. <laughs> Not for a road trip, but when you get to your destination. My product recommendation, also road trip themed. I had a different one, but I'm annoyed right now, so I'm switching it up. It is kind of overcast, but also kind of sunny. It's one of those days where you don't know if you should wear sunglasses or not. And I have some really nice sunglasses right now that I want to tell you I would highly recommend. I'm normally kind of like a brand name snob with the sunglasses. I like some aviator style ones, classic ones. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I got targeted on Facebook about 20 gazillion times by Shady Rays. And they're like 30 to $40 each. And I finally like, man, let's just try some of these. I lost my pair of the fancy ones. 
which I don't lose sunglasses, so I don't feel bad about spending the money. But these things are like, I hate to call them cheap. How about inexpensive? But they're a great quality, at least the same quality as the more expensive ones. They're polarized, which is great for your road trip. Nobody knows that you're wearing $35 ones unless they look at it and then they say like, oh wow, they look like the real thing that has Ray on them. Uh, I don't want to get sued by anybody, but Shady Rays will give you a link to their site. They always have sales. You've probably been targeted by them on Facebook, but I want to say actually good product, not just like, oh, we're going to spend a bunch of money on marketing because our product sucks. So that's my road trip thing. Get some Shady Rays if you're looking for a nice set of uh, sunglasses, classically styled, polarized for your road trips. Takes the glare off the road. You won't crash. Like, oh my God, there's a car coming out. Alright guys, we're back. We didn't we didn't actually crash. That was just for that was for dramatic effect. I thought it was funny. Was it funny? Were you on Were you scared? Eagles? Did you get scared? Because we're still here, don't worry. We're just driving down the road. No one around us. We're on the interstate. It's okay, we are safe and we are back with our mailbag. Mailbag time? Yep. So you guys, somebody emailed in and said, like, hey, I know Lake Chino Country Meats does a chili cook cook-off every year, and I think it's usually around Winterfest. Are you doing that again this year? So Nick, are we doing it? We are not. Hawksview Golf Club. Uh, we co-hosted it with them for many years, and uh, they're still doing it on their own. We had some other commitments that we weren't able to do it this year, but it is uh, an amazing event. So I know they're still looking for people to do chili. You can check it out on their website. Definitely do that. We have some great chili people, all sorts of recipes. Uh, we recently did do uh, Chili for Charity, though. Yeah, so we're, we're still cooking chili. We still love, uh, obviously, being part of our community and letting people taste all the yummy chili. So Avant Cycle Cafe downtown Lake Geneva hosted this Chili for Charity event on last Tuesday, which was really great. Uh, to me, I think the best part, I think there was 10 participants so it was like really nice to have I'm all not good I think it was around 10 so like a great turnout they have a great loft space upstairs and and they filled the space there we really couldn't fit anyone else and um it was really nice to have all these local partners in one room yeah. so like people we know and and then really well attended on yeah, a Tuesday night a in the winter like raising money for charity really fun so thanks for putting that on event shout out to Boathouse and Kisses for Keegan for yeah. for uh Taking, Kisses from Keegan not Kisses for Keegan <laughs> Taking the first place yep congratulations to those guys but yeah. uh for Winterfest to answer the question we are doing a polar bar yes tell me about the polar bar we are Gino's East in downtown Lake Geneva, right across from Flatiron Park, where a lot of the sculptures are, right across from the lake. They're doing a polar bar, and we are smoking a bunch of meat for them for this polar bar. Um, I don't want to get too much into it, because we're actually going to have a special edition. Oh, you're getting two special edition podcasts in a week from us. Uh, but oh. this Tuesday, we're going to release a podcast about Winterfest. You can hear all about um, what we're doing for the Polar Bar, but yeah. we're going to be downtown. Yeah, so this, um, on Tuesday, check out this Winterfest edition if you're wondering what new events are. So there's all sorts of stuff going on with Winterfest this year, so uh, tune in to find out some of our favorites. We've interviewed people who are hosting all of these cool events to keep you entertained in the winter months. Um, more info on the Polar Bar on that episode. So it's time for a meat tip. Ah, uh, yes, the meat tip. And I wanted to talk a little bit about short ribs today. Okay. Beef short ribs. Tell us about them. Because it's stew season. Mm -hmm. We got snow. We've had a lot of snow. And we have these in our fresh case. And I keep walking by and I keep saying, mm, short ribs. Have you, have you, 
pet short ribs outside of like an event because they're everybody's favorite event food. Yeah, honestly, I, I eat them at every event I go to, um, but no, I, I don't really make them at home. So there's a couple different types of short ribs. There's English cut short ribs, okay. which are like these nice little cute squares with a bone on top. Is that what I used to sing at an event or You no? see boneless short ribs. Boneless, of course. So you, you know, don't have to do that. Yep. Uh, we don't usually do those for retail because they're very expensive because you have a lot of loss. Okay. And then there's what's called Korean or flanken style. Where flanken style. It's a lot thinner cut. Okay. And there's three bones across. We'll have a picture up so you can visualize all this. And those are great for grilling. If mm -hmm. you've ever had like Korean grilled short ribs. That's what okay. that is. That's why they call it Korean style. I also, like, uh, Nick mentioned we had a lot of snow, but I, I would still go outside and grill right now. Oh, yeah, you could do right? those. So it's only, like, it's mid-30s. It's toasty. So go ahead and get out and grill some short ribs. So short ribs are great to braise, put in your slow cooker, whatever you want to do. But my favorite way definitely is to braise them. They come from the chuck of the animal and kind of the chuck rib where they intersect. So you get a lot of fat. Um, a lot of tenderness when you slow cook them and just a ton of flavor. So braise them, sear them, add in your favorite vegetables. It's great. But I just want everybody to know, we're here for you with short ribs. Check out dinnerplusdrinks.com. We'll have all the information on three different types of short cut. Short ribs, English, Korean, and boneless. And, um, yeah, that's way more than I ever really knew about short ribs. So yeah. I hope that that informed some of you guys about short ribs as well. So if you're so. looking for something to warm up with and not do the same old pulled uh, pulled pork, slow cooker, beef beef stew, whatever, yep. grab some short ribs. They're easy to cook. Um, you'll feel like a chef. And yeah. everybody you're cooking for will feel like a chef too. And your house will smell great the And they'll be time. impressed. And yeah, that's great. So you guys, we're moving on to my favorite part of this. Kid Corner. Kid Corner. <laughs> Sorry about the singing, but we're on a road trip. Um, I think this is kind of a combined one here. I am going to pat myself on the back. I shared a pro-parent tip with Nick this week. Oh, yeah. So I think it's pro-parent versus new parent right here. Go ahead. <laughs> so again, if this is your first time tuning in, I have two kids, um, a baby and a toddler. So uh, almost four years old and about eight months old. And, and Nick's daughter is how old? Three months. Three months. So, Three months. I don't know. It depends on how you count. Nick, yeah, I mean, right. Exactly. So Nick She's informed me of a poop catastrophe, let's call it. Poop explosion. Poop explosion. <laughs> so all the poop all over. And and tell me how you got the poop explosion cleaned up. All right. So this is, this is, this is like a man way of doing it. Cause I was telling the girls <laughs> at the work at work about this and there was a dude in front of the counter. He's like, Oh yeah. Well, I just got the scissors and cut the stupid onesie off. Which what? Who is bringing scissors to cut a onesie off by your kid? She's fine. Okay. She's fine. Yeah. So Nick told me that. Right, and yeah. instead of well, agreeing, she didn't get poop all over her. Right, the onesie's too small anyway. Like, okay, I get not saving the onesie. Okay, just throw it out. Yeah, but like, and I think the goal here was like, don't put poop all over your baby's head well, because that's it's, it's already on her body. The goal. Okay, so did you know, everybody? Onesies are designed to be able to roll down over the shoulders. I had no clue. Right. No clue. So I didn't know this either until I had a kid who had a poop explosion and another educated parent told me about it. So I'm paying it forward to Nick and all of you who are listening who maybe are on your first child. The little flaps, I don't know, flaps, what you call it, the way the onesie is like sewn on the shoulders, that is meant so you can roll it down over the shoulders and not get poop all over your kid's head when they inevitably blow out of their diapers. So you're welcome. My kid corner for this week is road trip edition related. 
Simona, as I think I've said, is a terrible sleeper. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible sleeper. Heard of that. <laughs> we had a torrid time in the hospital. Uh, we were there for a while. Everything was fine, but we were just there for a while. And we were terrified to take her home of like, is she gonna be okay in the car? Is she gonna continually scream like she did in the hospital? <laughs> we got in the car and instantly she was out. So we went to Culver's and got cheese curds. Of course. Uh, but she slept the whole way home and I was like, huh. So my daughter is a great sleeper in the car. So we take all sorts of kind of hour to two hour drives at night. Oh man. Just to really put her out. <laughs> my tip, for everybody that needs to road trip and to keep your child sleeping is find a stretch of interstate that you can cruise up and down on and just cruise up and down the interstate. Enjoy some tunes. Do you listen to music? We listen to a lot of podcasts, oh, yeah. actually. How smart. Um, I think it's a good way to educator because what's it that you need to hear like a million words before you're one or like you'll know. never go to Harvard? Something like that, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So... <laughs> We listen to The Daily from New York Times okay. a lot. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. I give her my opinion on current events. Oh. We listen to The Arsecast. Yeah, of course. Which is about Arsenal Football Club. Which, you know, definitely I haven't listened to that she one. She is going to be a supporter of my favorite teams. Um, so No Crime Junkie podcast? No Crime Junkie. Fans? We're not, you know, I'm not into crime. I just oh, makes whatever. me sad. But yeah, I've tried a lot of different ways of getting her to go to sleep. I've tried, like, driving around the neighborhood. I've tried the like country roads and country roads work fine except if there's too many curves then she'll like kind of eh, eh, wake up okay the problem with cities or neighborhoods is you have to stop yep. and like let's say you go and roll the stop sign to keep moving yeah um well what if your friendly neighborhood police officer sees you roll a stop sign is that police officer going to believe I only did it to keep my child sleeping. Yeah, well, maybe if your child wakes up and is screaming while the cop's talking to you. I think you'll just get the ticket still. <laughs> um, okay, since we're on the road trip version of Kid Corner, I do have a question. When we took our kids home from the hospital, we played the same song for both of them as, like, their first song. That was, like, a weirdly important to us. Did, did you have that experience? Um, I think we played some yay. Okay, well, we played our wedding song. I don't know oh, why. Oh, wow. Isn't that sweet? I know. You know what? It, we're going to all say aw. It's so cute. Okay, great. Yeah, we played our wedding song, which was from the band. So, like, our kids are going to love classic rock. It's great. That was the first song they ever heard. And now, actually, we still sing that to Elliot at night. He likes us to sing it. It's really adorable. What about Lucy? I, Lucy doesn't care. You were supposed <laughs> to have a story about Lucy. You know what? Lu you're right. I do have another kid besides Elliot. She just also doesn't sleep. So, maybe I should take her for a yeah. road trip. Maybe we could do, like, quiet edition. Yes, because our kids are sleeping. Would that be annoying? I think me. Probably. Great. So thanks for listening on Road Trip Edition, guys. We hope you had fun. Send us in your favorite road trip snacks, your questions. Stay tuned. This Tuesday, we're going to have a special edition podcast all about Lake Geneva Winterfest. If you're in the area, it tells you what to do. If you're outside of the area, it tells you why you should come. Yep. And don't forget to subscribe, rate us, leave a comment. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Also, send us a note or go to Dinner Plus Drinks.